Yevamos, Perakei, Mishnah Gimel 5.3, and really we're continuing on working through our exhaustive um, consideration of all the possibilities of doing two out of these four um, acts. Again, the acts Yibum, Maimar, Get, and Chalitza, going from most binding to least most unbinding, if you will. Um, so the previous mission we said, what if you first do Mimer and then the other three? Now we're going to go through the other possibilities. So here the first clause of our mission is going to say, if you first do Get, the other rabbinically recognized act, between the Yavam and the Yavama, Dorais that's nothing, but Medurban it's effects those two things, both prohibiting her him to her relatives and vice versa, as if they're half Chalutza, and also um, kicking in the Isra of Lo Yivne rabbinically that he may not can't change his mind and marry her now, doing yibum. So what happens? That's all rabbinic. Medorais, the get, is nothing. And then what happens if the mission wants to consider he does, after the get, one of those other three acts? We'll consider all three of them. So it'll be he gives the get, and then afterwards he either A, does mimer, or B, does chalitza, or, excuse me, either A, does mimer, B, does B'ilai, sleeps there, or C, um, does a chalitza after giving the get? What are the consequences? So we're going to walk through them again, one at a time. And again, the way to walk through these things in your head is to ask both Midoraisa and Midorabanan what are our next steps. So the first case the Mish analyzes is Nasan get va'asa maimer. First, he gives a get to this Yavama. Again, a strange thing to do, but he does it. And then after that, asaba maimer, making it from strange to stranger, he gives a ring and says, you know what, let's do even get together. So, Again, first on a derice level. On a derice level, giving the get is meaningless in the context of Yibum. Giving mimer is also meaningless in the context of Yibum. And that being the case, nothing's been done, and therefore there is a zika persisting between him and her. It needs to be resolved before she can go on with her life. The resolution normally includes Yibum or Chalitza. In this case, we can't do Yibum, because since he gave her a get, that's like already rabbinically kicks in the lo yivne iser. Can't go back and marry her now, rabbinically. Um, and therefore, his only resolution to, his only move to resolve the dorai sezika is chalitza. So we need to do chalitza. But in addition, what's happening on a rabbinic level? On a rabbinic level, he gives her a get, okay, so they're sort of like half severed. But then v'asa mimer, he gives her a mimer. Now the chamold, that mimer after get is significant. Mimer, mimer means he gives her a ring and they're getting married, if you will, like erisim, kedushin. That being the case, rabbinically we're recognizing this mimer, and they're like married, or half married, whatever you call it, they're, they're mukudashet. That being the case, the only way to resolve such a marriage is with a get. And therefore we'll say, midoraisa chalitz is required, Rabbinically, Yibam is not an option. And Midurabanan, also a get is required because of the Mimer that was given. And that's what the Mishnah says. Nas and get va'asa Mimer. If he does both giving a get and then giving Mimer, Tzricha get v'chalitza. She needs both the get to resolve the Rabbinic Mimer and the Chalitza to resolve the Zika Midoraisa. Case two, if you will, or case B, I'll call this, you know, if you, if you call, yeah, if you call, if you call the previous Mishnah, which talks about this mimer first as like 1A, B, and C. And now you talk about here, we're talking about get first. So it'll be 2A was the previous case, 2B, giving get, and then after that, doing bi'ila. So case 2B, let's call it, is nasan get uva'al. First, he gives her a get, this yavama, and then he sleeps with her. So now again, midoraisa. Giving her a get was meaningless, because in the context of evil. 
Be'ila, sleeping with her, Midoraisa, now effects Yibum. They're married. Now she's his wife, Midoraisa. The only way to resolve her, dissolve that marriage now is with a get. So Midoraisa, a get would be required to dissolve the marriage. Now, rabbinically we say, since he first gave a get, he's no longer allowed to marry her because of the lo yivne iser midorabanan. And that being the case, when he sleeps there afterwards, the rabbi was, won't countenance that marriage. So they'll force them to dissolve the marriage. And as we said before, the only way to dissolve the marriage is with a get. So for sure, a get is required. But that's not all. Since, rabbinically, the get got them halfway to being divorced, severed. And the be'ilah is not recognized as being significant, as being effective. So that means, on a rabbinic level... The Zika hasn't been attended to. On the rice, of course, it has, because they did Be'ila, which makes, which is Ibum. But since rabbinically we're saying that you, that's like a Be'ila Psula, it's like an invalid act of sleeping together. So therefore, they need to still resolve the Zika. And since Yibum is no longer an option, so they have to do Chalitza. That being the case, you'll need to do both a, a Get and a Chalitza. The Mishnah says inside, Nasan Get, first it gives her a Get, and then Uva'al, then he sleeps with her. So, Tzricha, first of all, a get. He'll need a get to resolve the Doraisa marriage that was effected through Yibam by sleeping with her. And Vachalitza, he'll need a Chalitza also to dissolve the rabbinic Zika that's persisting, because the, the rabbinically we're not recognizing this act of Be'ila, so therefore still she's a Shomer Yavam, and the only way to resolve this now is with Chalitza. So she needs both. Okay, now we'll call it 2C, if you will. Nasan get. Again, first he gives her a get, but then v'chalatz. Then he falls through by doing chalitza with her. So now the get made them, so to speak, halfway separated. The chalitza makes them fully separated. So what has to happen next? Midoraisa, the get was meaningless, but the chalitza severed things. Midorabanan, the get made them halfway severed, and the chalitza made them fully severed. So both rabbinically and midoraisa, they're severed. And that being the case, ein acher chalitza klum, nothing more needs to happen. I hope that's clear. Now, I'm going to, unfortunately, sort of muddy the waters for a moment, almost against my will, but I sort of feel like I have to keep fidelity with the Bartanur here. The Mishnah actually doesn't mean nothing more needs to happen. Ein achar chalitza klo means nothing else can happen. Okay? If you're feeling that you've got this Mishnah only very tenuously, just stick your fingers in your ears for a second and don't pay attention. This is going to make things complicated. But um, if otherwise, so... Um, means nothing else can happen. So that really means, says the Gemara and Bartanura, that we're, even if he would then go and marry her, it wouldn't work. Nothing could happen anymore. And that is the sheets of Rabbi Kiva. We saw him at the end of the last parak. Rabbi Kiva held that any prohibition from the Torah, Israel love that's got to do with the forbidden relationships, uh, creates a mamzer, and more relevantly, the Kedushin and Tolson, you just can't the condition doesn't work. Giving a ring means nothing. And therefore, our mission is going like Rabbi Akiva and saying, if after the chalitza happens, this guy goes and gives this girl a ring, it's meaningless. They're not they're not engaged. They're not married. It's nothing. It's the same as Rabbi Akiva holds if you'd give a ring, if a Kohen would give a divorcee a ring or a person would give a mamzeris a ring. It just doesn't work. Nothing happens. You might as well try to give a ring to your bookshelf. You're not married to the bookshelf. Um, so it doesn't work, and that's the point here. Um, the halacha, however, doesn't follow Rabbi Kiva. Halacha is that when you have just a generic love, like a Kohen to a divorcee, or a person to a mamzer, or relevant over here, a person who's prohibited only by force of the lo yivne prohibition, if he now would give her a ring, so actually they would be married. 
okay? And then needs a new get to sever them. And if they didn't give a get, they're married. And so, like, let's say, for example, uh, if someone else sleeps with her, that would be adultery, and so on. They're married, okay? Needing a get. That's the halacha, not like our Mishnah. Okay, now, we said there are four possibilities, these four stages, you know, from, you know, Yibum, Mimer, Get and Chalitza. So we, in cases, I'll call it one ABC and two ABC we've discovered, discussed already. That was if he first does Mimer, then the other three possibilities, or first does Get, and then the other three possibilities. So now the mission will just run through the other possible, you know, cases three and four, where he first um, does Chalitza, then the other three, or that does Yibum, another three. So now the words of the Mishnah, unfortunately, uh, are hard to read, okay? I will read it to you, and I'll, I'll try to make sense of it, but it's, you have to, if you're going to look inside the text, you need to pencil out and sort of make some notes here. Okay, so case three will be chalatz, first does chalitza, and then he does A, B, or C, asa mimer, either he does mimer with her after chalitza, or B, nasan get, or C, baal, he sleeps with her. Um, the Mishnah says uvaal, and it sleeps with her, but the meaning here is, Sometimes the vav as a coordinating conjunction does means or instead of and. It means it here. So it's he first does chalitza, then either does a mimer, b gives a get, or c sleeps with her. Okay. Then um, the consequence of that, we can actually think it through for a second. Like we have the other ones, the same analysis, right? Midoraisa. Once you do chalitza, game over. They're severed and they're separated. Okay. Midrabanan, they're separated. So nothing, nothing more needs to happen. And therefore, the, any acts that happen after Chalitza are not of consequence. Again, this Mishnah goes like Rabbi Kiva, which means even if they try to get married, they can't. And that being the case, after Chalitza, nothing can happen. Nothing does happen. And that's what the Mishnah says, although the Mishnah doesn't say it now. The Mishnah deals with case 4, A, B, and C first. I don't know why. And then it goes back and it says, the punchline, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum. Once you've done Chalitza in cases 3, A, B, and C, that's it. Nothing more can happen. Okay? The Mishnah, however, now does, before those words, does cases 4, A, B, and C. So case 4 is where he first does Be'ila. He, the Yavam, sleeps with the Yavama. And then after doing Be'ila, sleeping with her, he does A, B, or C. Either A gives her a Mimer, B gives her a Get, or C gives her a Chalitza. And the Mishnah actually doesn't even say what happens next. Okay, but we can figure it out ourselves very easily. The rule is once the Yavam sleeps with the Yavama, so then she is his wife in all in every respect, and that being the case... Like anyone else, what happens if a person gives his wife either A, Mimer, B, Get, or C, Chalitza? The answer is straightforward. If you give your wife Mimer, like Kedushin, like a ring after you're married and say, you're married to me now, I mean, this is meaningless, of course, that's in- inconsequential. If you give a woman a Get after being married to her, of course, you're divorced, that's true here as well. The Baal, after being Boal, the Yavama then gives her a Get, so then game over, they're, they're, un- they're unmarried. And the Chalatz, obviously, if a married couple does this Chalitza procedure, it's meaningless, What's that to do with anything with marriage? And therefore, that, those are the consequences. If first he sleeps with her, and then does Mimor or Chalitza, nothing happens. If he gives her a get, they're divorced. But the Mishnah doesn't say it at all. The Mishnah then just goes on to say, Ein achar Chalitza klum, referring back to the cases 3, A, B, and C. Okay, I can't help why the Mishnah is structured that way. Period. Now, there's one more point the Mishnah wants to say, um, but I'm, I'm going I'm to read it to you here. I'm not going to explain it, because the subsequent Mishnahists um, explain it, but I'll just read it to you and sort of just almost translate the words. Saving explanation to the subsequent Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Achas Yavama Achas Liyavam Echad, Ve Achas Shte Yavamos Liyavam Echad. The rule is the same. It makes no difference whether you're talking about a widow 
where there's a situation where there's one widow and the Yavam does any of the above we just said before to her. Um, or if there are two Yavamas, I mean, there are two co-wives, both of them are widows, and they both one of them need to have Yibam Rechalitza, and there's one Yavam, there's one brother surviving, and he does any of what we said before. The rules will be the same in both scenarios. What does that mean exactly? Let's just hold that thought and wait till the next Mishnah where we'll actually um, go through all the cases again, walking through those scenarios.